welcome to the Beautiful Souls podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Welcome back, you sexy beasts, <laughs> to uh, the podcast where we are now talking about the resonance of truth. I know that might sound to some of you like, what the heck a doodle are you talking about? But it's going to make a little bit more sense. Really, all you people pleasers out there that are going around living your life for everyone else and just saying yes, yes, yes to all the other things and never necessarily living in your truth because you're afraid of offending someone or hurting someone's feelings. And I'm saying this because I'm speaking from my own lived experience. This is for you. Even if you just want more permission to live in your own resonance of your own truth, you are here and this is going to be a radical perspective shift and a radical awakening for you in this step and, and place in your life. So what I'm meaning about truth is, you know, your truth. We all can have different truths um, within ourselves. Like, you know, if to me, you know, everything that I know about the new age spirituality is absolute truth. That is my truth. But someone who follows, you know, Judaism or Christianity or Buddhism might not necessarily agree with me, but that might be their truth. And in this society, in this world where we have so many people with differing opinions and beliefs and truths and um, it's, I think it is so imperative for us to have this conversation because we seem to be living in this society at this point where so many people want everyone else to accept their truth as, as to accept, um, to make others have their truth be their own truth. Does that make sense? Like me trying to convince you through this podcast that everything that I'm saying is law. Everything that I'm saying is just my opinion and you get to always choose what feels good for you and leave the rest. But in, in there's been so much in the past couple of years where it's just like, we're always trying to prove people right. This can come through politics. This can come through religion. This can come through, through opinions about gender identity and about marriage, about the way that we choose to live our life. If you're wanting to go, you know, a more traditional path or a more entrepreneurial path or a more spiritual path, we seem to sometimes be in this space where we have so many people trying to convince everyone to be on their side instead of just coming from this space is like, how can you radically stand in your own truth and not 
be swayed by others and allow them to have theirs and for us to happily coexist in this space. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit because this might be bring some fires up for some people. And um, however, I think it's really important for us to have this conversation and for you to understand as well, the resonance of truth is magnetic as well. When you are in your truth with kindness, and I'm saying that as well, because you can be in your truth and be very harsh and be very um, nasty and be in this in the vibration that isn't, um, you know, your highest alignment, but you can also be in truth and be in deep kindness and in deep love. And that's the type of truth that I'm talking about here. And the reason why this is so important to me on so many levels is because there was many years there that as an athlete, um, on the outside, I was living my truth. I was like going after this dream and I was so proud of myself, um, in many ways for just being freaking bold and soon doing something against the grain, but internally I wasn't living in my own truth. And, um, and this may not seem like a big deal to other people, but this was a big deal to me at the time. And I was in a relationship at the time, which wasn't my truth. Um, and I knew it and I knew it for many years and I was terrified to, um, share with anyone because that was a multi-layered situation where I was also dependent on my partner because of the situation going after the Olympics and living across the world for my family. But I was in this space where on the outside, like on, I remember on social media and, and even to my teammates and friends, I was like, yeah, everything's good. I'm going after my dream. I'm, you know, on the team and we're traveling and we get to meet all these cool people and we get to go to these cool places and everything's amazing. But on the inside, I felt like I was suffocating because I wasn't in the truth in my own relationship, but I wasn't sharing that truth. And I felt like I was literally radically out of my internal alignment because I was being a level of fake. I honestly was calling myself out. I was being a level of fake because I was afraid of hurting people's feelings people pleaser here, putting my hand up. I am a recovering people pleaser. I was terrified of hurting people's feelings and having people be worried about me. And I, you know, the foundation of myself, I don't think was truly in a strong enough place maybe to be in my truth at that time. I know I had to learn those lessons to get to this place where I am now, but I was, it just felt so after a while, so like, like, disgusting. I don't know if that's the right word to myself for pretending on the outside. Like I was perfect and knowing on the inside that I was still struggling in, in, in different ways. And it felt so untrue. And I'm not saying that we have to share everything on social media. That's from the deepest, darkest secrets of our life. But I'm, I wasn't even sharing this with my friends, right? Like this was like how like deeply I was caught up in this manglement of not being in my truth. And like the kind of catalyst for me shifting that was leaving that relationship was, which was terrifying and which took me really hurting my ex-partner's feelings, which was so challenging, but it was also you know, I did that with as much kindness as I possibly could have in a situation where you're breaking up with someone. And I also was living in this truth of mine. And then what happened on the other side of me living in that truth was my life expanded because I was living in my truth. Literally like three months later, I found me and Luca like met each other. And it was just this explosive energetic shift in my internal and external reality because I finally was living in my truth. 
And, you know, you hear this as well with people and like, this isn't my lived experience, but you know, you hear this with people that, you know, live their whole life in the closet and then they finally come out and they're being in their truth and it feels so freaking good. But whether you, you know, are the, you identify as the gender that you are born, you were born as, or you identify as a, a cis heterosexual person or not, we all have moments in our life where we're not feeling like we're in our truth, whether this is in a relationship, in a job, in a friendship, in a conversation with people, right? In a conversation with people when we're just like kind of stuffing ourselves down because we're really afraid of hurting the other person's opinion because we think sometimes as these people pleasers, right? It's like either I just, I stuff it down and I kind of like um, you know, uh, d- disseminating my personal values, or I say what I want to say and I shatter their, uh, you know, um, feelings. But there has to be an in between. I truly believe that there is an in between, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But you know, one of the this this real exercise that I literally practiced, um, in being in my truth a few months ago, because since that leaving that past relationship, I've just been in this so much of a deeper vow to be so much more true and so much more authentic. Um, you know, I do my best to be that online. I think there's, you know, it's, it's, it's normal to keep things to myself, but definitely with my, my close friends and my partner and, and, and with myself, because how often are we not in radical truth and radical alignment with ourselves? Right. Um, so this situation happened recently, and I'm going to share this story with you guys, um, about my, um, me and Luca got engaged recently, um, in April, 2021. And, um, when he proposed, he didn't have the ring um, because it didn't come in time when we went on a little trip and yada, yada, yada. So he said, it's coming. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, and I was like a little bit nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what if I don't like it? <laughs> like, what if I don't like this ring? Um, and it comes two weeks later and Luca is he, I was on a call. Uh, I was listening to a call when the, the ring came and he pops his head in my room and he looks so damn excited. Like this, this kid, like he he isn't the most excitable person, but he was just like a little boy on Christmas. He shows me this box. He didn't show me the ring, but he shows me the box. And he was like, just couldn't wait for me to be done my call. And I'm like excited and nervous. And I feel like it's happening all over again. And then he opens the box and he shows me the ring. And I was like, oh, shit, (laughs) shit. That's not the reaction that you want when someone shows you your engagement ring. Um, and it is beautiful. And I've, I've come to really love it now. But at that moment, I was like, oh, that's not what I thought when I had my engagement ring in mind. <laughs> that's not what I was hoping for. Uh, that's not what... But I, And I, I couldn't lie to him. I, I can't lie to him. And, and um, I just said... And he's like, do you love it? And I was like... I like, I like it. I definitely like it. And because I was like, I have to be in my, I get this feeling in my body now, if I'm not in my truth, like I literally feel like I'm going to like throw up or like feel like my whole body's going to like shatter into pieces. <laughs> it's like my intuition being like, you have to live in your radical alignment. Um, and it was, it was hard was hard because he wanted me to be as excited as, as he was. Um, and we kind of went through this process that evening where I was like, 
I felt upset at myself for having that reaction because I know that so much of my reaction was based on like the conditions of society and what women are like conditioned to believe about their engagement rings, how it has to like be the be all end all. And everyone's like, Oh my God, let me see it. It's beautiful. And like all this, like you realize all this conditioning that we have around um, marriage and engagements and relationships and all that and how much pressure like women have, like, you know, even as a little girl, like you think about your ring, but then I'm like, why? It's just a fucking ring. Do you know what I mean? Like I understand both sides and I was going through this internal battle, but then I also felt horrible because I really, you know, I did hurt Lucas feelings a little bit, but at the same time I was living in my truth. Um, and that was a, as a hard moment for me living in my truth. And, you know, in those moments, I always really like to talk it out, um, and just have, understand each other on a deeper level because, you know, um, it, it's, I think it's so important to just, even if someone is hurting, just to go deeper on that and be able to have a conversation without it being charged. And it's not that I don't love him. It's not that <laughs> he doesn't love me. It's just, this is a thing. And it's kind of bothering both of us. We went deeper on it and and um and Luca was he's so sweet so beautiful he's like no no it's don't worry like we could change it or whatever you know if you ever want in the future and and all this stuff and I was like no I don't want to do that and we were you know both going back and forth and then a couple hours later he tells me about how long he spent choosing this beautiful ring and how he spent like weeks and weeks thinking about which one he was asking people he was and he was asking his intuition he was asking for signs and he chose this one because it's blue and my connection with water and it's also like a blue sapphire so it's connection with royalty and he feels like you know I just had a past life where I was a queen or like in some royal you know thing um and um you know Palladians and and Atlantis and all this stuff (laughs) this is the first time you hear me saying this you might be like whoa what is this girl talking about but um and it was just really beautiful to hear his explanation he was explaining with, with, with so much love and it just made my heart melt and through that like you really kind of getting to the depth of that with both of us I've just really grown to love it on such a deeper level and realized I had so much conditioning that was um you know stopping me from that initial love and just not my expectation I had this expectation but I think that's just a really beautiful example of like yeah I did you know like hurt his feelings bruise his feelings a little bit but I had to be in my truth because you know what happens when we're not in our truth right if I didn't say anything and this would have been me years and years ago I didn't say anything then I just let it down let it down let it down and maybe six months later a year later, 20 years down the line, you have a massive outburst about why way back when this wasn't like the way that you thought it was. And you're still frustrated about it because you haven't moved through that emotion (laughs) and you, because you weren't being in your truth in the initial moment. Does that make sense? So like, I think it's so powerful and, and using our discernment to be in these spaces as well, because, um, you know, there's going to be maybe some circumstances where you're, you're still within your truth, but you're like less bold about it. Um, but just being in your truth in general and, and, and expressing that with a, uh, a gentle energy and with kindness and without coming from an attacking perspective, because people feel the energy of being attacked, right? People feel the energy of you breaking them down, but instead saying that like being in your truth, that this is a resonance of your soul. And you know that that's radically going to make you more magnetic in your energetic field, in your alignment, in your life. And it's going to make you feel better in your body because I don't know about you, but when I am 
not in my truth anymore. Like I was saying before, I like get this visceral feeling of just like, oh my God, I might throw up. I feel so sick. This does not feel good. <laughs> I just want to just, I, it's almost like it wants to vomit out of me now. So, it, which is a good and challenging thing, but it's also really helped me get into so much more alignment in my life because it's challenging me to be in my truth. And like I was saying, it's really important for us to have this self-awareness when we're speaking about our truth as, as well, right? maybe a situation that you're in, if it's at work, you're going to like be aware of your levels of truth, right? Maybe someone asks you if you want to go to a party with them on the weekend and you don't want to. Um, and, um, you know, you, you, but they're your boss and you want to be really aware of that relationship. So instead of being like, yeah, maybe I'll come like, that would be awesome showing up, hating it. Then, you know, having resentment and just being like, you know what? Um, I don't actually have time this weekend, but I really appreciate the invitation. You know, like that energy as opposed to just like the, the falsity that is covering things up and as well on the other side, the self-awareness too, to, um, understand that they're like everyone in this world. I'm going to do another podcast as well on this. Everyone in this world is just a projection of like what you bring into your world is a projection of yourself, right? So everything is teaching you a lesson. So what are you learning from that moment? What is that situation teaching you about that person, about yourself? So that, you know, understanding that it's not their fault, everything has to do with you. And this is taking radical responsibility for our feelings in our life, which can be challenging, but it's also really important. Um, and then being aware of the energy that you speak like when you're sharing your truth as well right so in that situation we're talking about the boss you'd be like uh no I'm good thanks like no that's not what I want to go to like you're not going to say that right as opposed to being like I, I don't actually have time this weekend, but I really appreciate your invitation. You know, that, that energy of those words is such a different vibration than like the attacking or the, or this is the other side, right? Um, well, uh, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe, uh, maybe it sounds great. You know, like the other, other side. So, you know, that takes practice as well, being in the energy of that truth. But, um, I think it's so important and especially with, you know, so many things going on in the world at the moment, like another thing where this comes up quite often for me is around, um, you know, uh, social situations and it, it's happened less now as I have been in this space for the past few years, but I eat a plant-based diet. I'm mostly, um, pretty much 99, 100% vegan diet. Um, and that's my choice and it feels really good for me. Um, but coming from the perspective that I don't need to force everyone to be in my truth. I don't need to force, you know, maybe at the beginning you like think that veganism or whatever your truth is, Christianity, spirituality, manifestation is just like the bee's knees and you just want everyone to understand what you want want to understand. But coming from the perspective that, you know, you being in your truth and not having to push it on others. So, you know, some people like, you know, would say to me, they're like, Oh, sorry, I'm eating meat. I'm just like, it's okay. You do you. This is like what feels really good to me, but I'm not going to judge you for that being good for you. You know, taking away the judgment from the situation. And as well, I think another really powerful one at this time of the world is when we're talking about the big V, the COVID V, you know, we're talking about vaccinations. Um, my personal stance at this point is I choose to not get the vac vaccination because it's my body and that's my sovereignty. But at the same time, not shaming, I like all my friends and all my family are getting it, but 
there's no, like, I don't need to shame them. That has nothing to do. And, and even the energy of them not shaming me. And it kind of comes in this collective form. You know, I've had conversations with my friends and it was actually really beautiful where, you know, we were talking about vaccinations and, um, uh, you know, um, I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not choosing to get it if I, if I can. Um, and still be able to go back to Australia and travel. Um, and them just being like, okay, cool. I'm glad that's good for you. And them saying, you know, I did choose to get it because it feels good for me. And I was like, that's awesome. If, if it feels good for you, you know, and just coming from this place of like, how can we accept people and not push our truth on them? Um, because I think it's really important and coming from that kindness and instead of projecting shame on others for them, not being within your truth. Right. Uh, you know, I've had this happen a lot, um, actually on like TikTok lives. Um, and, and I'm, uh, I'm using this example, but I don't mean to at all like shame this space of religion at all, but this is just a personal example that has happened to me, like on TikTok lives before I've had people shame me for doing Oracle card readings and, and just saying like, I'm like doing the work of the devil and I need to like accept Jesus in my heart. Um, and just like, just people like spam me with these comments. It's really interesting. Um, especially cause I grew up in a Catholic family, um, and went to Catholic school for 12 years. Cause I was like, mate, I know Jesus, Jesus is a great dude. Um, but this is where I choose to come from. And I don't, I, <laughs> I the energy that I come from is not the energy of the devil. Right. Um, but like that, that energy that they're projecting on me, and this could be anything you could do this with veganism. You could do this with political views. You could do this with religion, gender. It's like, that's not going to make me want to shift into their truth. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, Oh my God, you're right. I should accept Jesus in my heart. You got me that one comment, you shaming me. It's made me want to shift everything. That's not how we, sh that's not how we share and resonate our energy and help, help people come to their own realizations and their own truths is being like, you know, what actually shifts people. And I share this a lot with my clients when we're in environments that doesn't necessarily resonate with us. It's like you shifting people is you radically being in your own truth and not having to force it on anyone else not having to force it on anyone else because me being like, you know what? Meditating and connecting with my spirit guides and, and manifesting and coming from this perspective of the, you know, knowing that the whole universe is um, energy and we can manipulate energy to create a reality. That's what feels good for me. But if you're not ready to have that conversation, that's totally fine. Let's talk about the weather. Like I can do that. Um, you know, and I think it's just, it's so important for you to be in your truth, to allow other people's to be in their truth and not pushing your truth on them and shaming them on either side. Even if you think that you're radically the most right person in the world, you are correct. This way of being is correct. The energy of being radically in your own truth and coming from a confident energy is going to shift more people than shaming people from not being and coming from the perspective that you live in. Is this making sense? I hope that you guys are really resonating with this because I think it's so powerful. And, you know, we get to hold these multiple truths or beliefs in the world, right? It's going to be your truth, but it's going to be a belief to other people. But we get to hold multiple. Like, this world is full of polarity. Like, I know I always talk about this, but it's so important. The universal law of duality, of polarity, there's always going to be multiple opinions. We're not ever going to have a one-world religion. But, you know, I don't, I don't think, at least in my lifetime, we're not going to have, you know, one world, um, 
political belief. We're not going to have a one world, you know, diet even because there's always going to be polarity. That's the, the duality, the law of nature. Like it's within the universal laws and it, and it's, you know why it's beautiful because it caught, it allows us to expand as a society when we come from this place of kind, truthful resonance and understanding and having conversations instead of just bombarding your opinion on someone else by shaming them, by not having the same belief that you're in. But on the other side of that, still be in your truth, even if it's different from someone else's and do that in a kind way. Do that in a kind way and know that your truth is going to create radical shifts in your life because it feels fucking good to be honest and true in what you believe right? It feels freaking good to be in that alignment in your soul based on what you want, not what everyone else wants around you. You know, as a society and as a world, we, we, I think it's so important for us to, you know, build this muscle of discernment. What feels good for you? There's so many things from TikTok to social media, to the internet, to the news that are just thrusting on us, like how we should live. But like you get to choose what feels good for you. That's the most important thing. And be in that truth because that truth is fucking inspiring. That truth is going to make shifts. That truth has an energy of resonance, which is going to shift so many more people than you being out of alignment or you shaming other people for not them, them not being within your truth. So my call to action for you, beautiful souls, after you listen to this podcast, there's going to be, this is how the universe, this is how the field works. There's going to be a situation in the next week where you're being challenged to be in your truth, whether it be a tiny little conversation, a little, you know, possible disagreement or a moment where you're going to want to go into people pleaser mode. And I really challenge you to shift into your radical truth with kindness and with love and with a um, and beautiful energy within your system and see how that shifts your reality. See how that shifts that situation or see how that shifts your mood or your day, because I bet it will be really damn powerful for you. So my beautiful souls, if you have loved this podcast, if this has resonated with you, this little one in your little ear holes today, (laughs) please share, send me a message. I hope that you have enjoyed it. And I hope that you take this as inspiration into your life to be in more of the resonance of your own radical truth, whatever that is for you. I'm sending you so much love. Have the most beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.